Welcome to At First Sound, the first podcast dating show where you, the listeners, get the chance to date a bachelor without ever seeing his face or body pictures. You are the judge and contestant at the same time. I'm your host, Max Lau, and in each episode, we feature a gay bachelor searching for love. We'll provide more details on how to submit an audio message to The Bachelor at the end of this podcast. So, how many guys have you swiped left just because of their looks? I know I have. I'm guilty. Yes, I know these apps are mostly for hookups and sex, but many are also looking for their Mr. Right. So we've decided to go back to basics and get to know better each bachelor with their stories and history and what drives them to succeed in life. If you believe in love at first sight, why not love at first sound? Today's bachelor is Chad. He's been living in San Francisco for the past 10 years. He plays in a gay softball league and leans towards being a vegetarian, but will indulge in meat during special occasion. He's in his early 30s, prefers boxer briefs, is currently reading The Velvet Rage, and his comfort foods include chips and salsa from Papalote and red wine and dark chocolate with sea salt. So, Chad, welcome to At First Sound. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, I know that we just had this past week and it was Halloween. What, what, what did you do? Did you do anything fun? Did you dress up as anything? I did. Uh, my best friend and I went as Mario and Luigi and uh, ventured out to a few friends' house parties, and it was super awesome. And then, uh, actually, for official Halloween on Tuesday, we went to the Kesha concert, and we were all various um, members of GLOW, like the, the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling that's on Netflix. Yeah, I love that show, GLOW. That's yeah. wonderful. Wait, so you were a leotard and spandex and all that stuff? Uh, yeah, I had, like, tights and, like, some gold, um, I don't know, like, booty shorts. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a great show. I heard that they actually uh, have a second season coming out soon. Yeah, I think they do as well. And the the documentary that they have on Netflix about it was really interesting about oh, the know. real glow. Yeah, I saw that too. That was really cool, huh? Yeah. And you said that you were from Lancaster. Uh, how was your life growing up there as a kid? Well, I, w- I was born in Lancaster, but I actually grew up in this really small town called Boron. That's like, I don't know, 45 minutes away from Lancaster, because the town I grew up in was really small and didn't have a hospital. <laughs> so really? that was like the closest, yeah, that was like the closest place that you could go have a kid at. Did you go to elementary school, kindergarten, and high school there? Uh, I went there pretty much um, from the time that I was born until I was 14, although I did like live in Vegas for six months, oddly. Oh. And, then, uh, and then I moved to Texas. So I was there like basically through freshman year. And then I went to four different high schools. Oh my gosh, how was that for high schools? That's kind of hard. It was, and discovering you're gay while going through that process was really interesting, but by the time I got to the fourth high school, I was really good at, like, making friends, and, like, I I just didn't want to be sitting alone at the lunch table on the first day of school, but, so. (laughs) Wait, so, wait, you you actually came out during high school? I did, yes. Oh, and you were out in all four high schools? Uh, Well, I didn't figure out that I liked guys until the in between the second and third high school. Oh, wow. So, yeah. And how was how was coming out? Because, you know, I, I think um, I'm a generation behind you, and uh, we would have never thought of coming out in high school at all. I mean, it was all about, you know. You know how, how was your life in high school being out and, and gay? 
So it was it was really interesting. Um, I was lucky that I had a relatively supportive family, but the, the thing was, I didn't feel like I was ever in the closet because the second that I figured it out, I told everybody. So there wasn't really like a coming <laughs> out. It was more of a like, oh yeah, by the way, I do think that I'm attracted to guys. And the majority of the people around me were like, duh. <laughs> oh, you you figured it out. Good. <laughs> Wait, so did you go to uh, with a with a with a with a guy off to homecoming or or prom dance? Um, my boyfriend at the time did not want to go with me. Uh, we lived in uh, Houston, Texas. Yeah. So he was nervous about it. I was ready and willing to do it. So. I ended up actually going with two girls instead and then having like a meeting at my boyfriend afterwards. Oh, how funny. Well, that's so, that's so great that you actually had a, a whole high school of, of being out. I, I only wish that would have happened to me when I was younger. And, so, and you actually had a boyfriend when you were in high school too? I did, yeah. I had, a, I had three of them actually. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> at the same time or at different high schools? Um... Two of them were at the same high school in San Antonio, and then the the third one I ended, actually ended up being with for about six years from when we were in high school together until uh, we, moved, we moved to San Francisco. Oh, wow. At that young age, you guys were already, you already found a yeah. Wow. And like so, 17 to 23, it was, yeah, it was <laughs> high school love. That's amazing. That's that sounds so cool. And then, how, and how was your first relationship? Is that, was that was that your first? <laughs> uh, that, I mean, I consider that my first one. It was like the the two guys before. You know, that was like, oh my god, we're dating for two weeks, and then it was over. So you know, but uh, yeah, my first real relationship. Yeah. Oh wow. And then and then and so you guys decided to move to San Francisco for school or for work or what was the reason? Um. Uh, so I'm going to be dating myself. Um, Gavin Newsom had made marriage legal in San Francisco illegally, and it was quickly overturned. Right. But um, that was right around whenever I was graduating high school. And so it was just like, I want to get the fuck out of Texas. I want to walk down the street holding my boyfriend's hand. And so um, also, fortunately, my boyfriend's brother lived in San Francisco, and he was like, you guys can crash on our couch until you get on your feet. Which we did for six months, and that that was how we ended up coming to San Francisco. Oh, that's really cool. And then I guess you don't regret it coming here, do you? <laughs> no, no, it was the best decision I made. I mean, I ever since moving away from California, I had wanted to come back, um, just because Texas can be a difficult place to live if you're you know anything other than straight white male. So and and very hot also. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So what do you love about San Francisco since you've moved here? I've been here for about 10 years now, and I and sometimes I do end up taking it for granted. But it's just, there's an openness here and this ability to um, make friends and just feel like you're not judged constantly, which is really refreshing. Right. You know, a lot of my friends who, who are actually, who live in San Francisco in the Bay Area, uh, they love being here, but they always say to me that it's very difficult to actually meet a date here. I mean, how has your experience been in, you know, finding uh, a date uh, in San Francisco in the Bay Area? Um, I would say finding a date is difficult. It's, 
I think the big issue here is there's always like another dick around the corner. Like there's always <laughs> somebody else ready to step in. And everybody just sort of has these. There are just too many dicks around. <laughs> there's just like, there's always another person around the corner. So it's like, why settle when you can keep looking for something better? Even if you meet a really great guy, um, it's always just like, oh, but it's not 100% perfect. So, you know, he doesn't make this salary or he's not this tall or whatever. There's really superficial reasons that I see people not have good relationships. And oh. I'm just like, that guy. That guy's a fucking catch. Like, you're just being stubborn. <laughs> well, I guess people have very uh, high criteria, I guess, here. Is that, is that what you think? Yeah. And, and if you compare that to Texas, it's like you go on a date with somebody once and you're, they're, like, planning to get married and have kids. <laughs> and, like, what house are we going to live in? So it's, the grass is always greener. <laughs> maybe, we should, maybe I should move to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> they, are, they are looking to settle down there. That's right. One of your favorite cities or places to be in the whole world is Black Rock City. Isn't that where the, uh, isn't that where the Burning Man happens? Yes, yes. It's like going to another planet. So how, how many times have you gone to the Burning Man? I've gone twice. Twice. And how was your experience there? I mean, I, I've heard so many things about it. How I know, was yours? A, I'm always hesitant to talk about my, my Burning Man experience because this, one of the big stereotypes about people that go is just like, oh my gosh, they won't shut up about it and they just tell me how amazing it is and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so, um, it was a very spiritual experience. Um, when you get there, it's nothing like what you expect it's going to be. You, think, you hear all the stereotypes and you hear all of the like, craziness that happens. And it's all there for sure. But what I think a lot of people don't talk about is the really spiritual, like getting in touch with yourself aspect and like self healing that happens while you're there uh, that you don't really get when you're, you know, connected to your phone 24 seven. There's actually a place where you can actually um, shower naked and amongst uh, like a bunch, of, <laughs> a bunch of people. And I'm like, oh, that sounds very, um, <clears throat> what's the word? Um, Intriguing. Uh, did you go through that uh, particular place for a shower? Yeah, the, there, there is a place. It's called the Human Car Wash. And so I, I actually didn't do it because I there was a sauna. There was a, a sauna there um, next to my camp. But the Human Car Wash was is you walk through and everybody, there's like a line of people on either side that they'll soap you up and rinse you off. And then whenever you get to the end of the line, you help clean the next people going through. So wait, 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 like, wait, wait, wait. So you, you, there are actually people with sponges and, and, and cloths touching your body, not yourself? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're yeah, cleaning it's like, it's you. Like, yeah, it's like, it's called the human car wash. <laughs> oh my gosh. And, but you've only seen, but you didn't try it? I didn't try it because uh, <laughs> I actually never made it to there because I always had some other way of bathing myself. The, I was fortunate at the camp. I, I stayed with, um, had showers that were, I mean, I was on display for everybody that was walking by, but we had we had our own showers, fortunately. Yeah, I heard so much about it. And, and then I'm like, but it make, I think it's so much work just to try to go there that I have, I'm like, oh, forget it. I'm not going to do that. But it sounds so much fun, you know? And would you do it again? Are you planning to do it next year? I am planning on going back again this year. Um, I didn't go last year because I instead went to the solar eclipse in Oregon. Oh, you drove all the over there? Uh, yeah, yeah. I flew up and uh, went to this. It was a Burning Man-esque type event 
uh, where you know we got to see totality of the eclipse, and that was really awesome. The other week-long event that I did was uh, I'm on a gay softball team, and we were playing in the Gay World Series for a week long in Portland. Hundreds of teams from across the country, so thousands of gay softball players are there for the whole week, and then it, after all the games are said and done, um, there's a huge block party. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. A block party? You mean like a, a huge orgy? Is that what it was? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, uh, they closed off the streets, but of course, like it started raining while they were like giving out the award, <laughs> so it's kind of a bummer. But there was enough bars that we were able to sneak into afterwards that were, you know, right there in the block party. So now, one of the things that you mentioned is that you know I, I'm a huge uh, Netflix and um, Stranger Things fan. Oh yeah. Have you seen the Stranger Things two that came out this past weekend? Well, I was so worn out from being Luigi two nights in a row that all I did <laughs> Sunday was binge watch the entire season at my house. So, oh, you yes. did. <laughs> I loved it. What'd you think? Oh, yeah, it was amazing. I mean, Winona Ryder, uh, the whole cast is so awesome. I mean, the, ki- the kid actors are incredible. I and agree. I love what they did with Eleven. So, yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan. So, when you're, when you're angry, you know, or in a bad mood, um, how, how, do you prefer to be left alone, or, or do you want someone to cheer you up? Uh, you know, I honestly, I don't get angry that often, Um when I do get angry, I'll try to, like, work out or, uh, yeah, I I definitely am one of those people that walks away from a situation. Uh-huh. Uh, or, or at least I try to. I mean, I'm sure I'll have some bitchy comment and then, <laughs> and then I'll try to walk away. But for the most part, I'm, I'm very non-confrontational. Uh, and I think that just came from having three younger siblings. And I saw what would happen whenever I would escalate a situation with them. Right. So, yeah, I definitely, like... If I once I reach a certain point of anger, I just walk away. Are you close to your family, to your brothers, your brothers and sisters? I am. I mean, I'm not as close as I would like to be. I'm uh, seven years older than the next one, and then they're they're all a lot closer in age. They're only like two to three years apart from one to two to three years apart from each other. I see. Yes. So uh, I'm a little bit removed. Like I moved away, graduated from high school, and then they all you know stayed with my dad. So. I'm not as close as I would like to be with them, especially because I'm way out in California and they're like New Mexico and Houston and Florida. So it's, but we do really enjoy being around each other. We all get back to Kansas City uh, where my dad lives now for Thanksgiving, which I'm really looking forward to. And um, my sister has a neat uh, daughter. So I love seeing my niece, of course. Oh, that's really sweet. Now, have you ever taken or brought back a, a boyfriend uh, to the family? I have. Well, I'm, the six-year relationship, they were well acquainted with him um, back whenever I was in high school. But yeah. uh, since then, I've taken one boyfriend home, and then uh, my most recent ex, my mom, had come out here and met him. Oh, how was that? <laughs> uh, it was fine. I mean, they like they got along really well. They liked each other. Oh, that's good. So there was no drama. 
No, 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 no drama. Oh, that's good. So we're gonna start talking a little bit, just a little bit, not too much, about sex. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> and, and one of my and favorite subjects. Your favorite subject, yes. And you know, in in I, I used to uh, travel a lot to China, and in in China they have a, a the scale of zero to one. If you're zero, you're up your bottom. If you're one, you're up your top. Mm-hmm. So uh, from a scale from zero to one, where would you fall in that spectrum? Honestly, it depends on the guy that I'm with. I I don't like the whole top bottom like dichotomy really okay, because yes. mm-hmm. I think you need to be great at one to be great at the other. Like you can't be a total top be- and not have bottom before because you don't know what it feels like right. or what makes it feel good. So <laughs> and then and then there's guys that like I want a bottom for more. There's guys I want a top for more. So oh, good, good. That's a good answer. It, I mean, it, yes. it, it really depends. Like, yeah, I, I don't want to put a numerical value on it because it's different for every person that I would have sex with. That's good. I would just say that you're a 0.5 then. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Right in the middle, you know? Like, and I want to be an 11. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's... That's kinky. Um, <laughs> do you have any sexual fetishes? Um, yes and no. Uh, like, I feel I like I like making romance when I'm with somebody. I like, I don't know. I think it might have been because I was with this very very passionate lover for a long time, and so it's just like hookups where it's just like you stick it in and you take it out or you come <laughs> like really fast. I don't know. It's like I have no interest in that. I have no interest in just like getting off with somebody. Uh-huh. Like I want, I, I want passion. I want intimacy. So, um, as far as fetishes, not really. But I also am open to exploring those with people. I don't know. It's like what turns me on and what I'm interested in is seeing what turns other people on. I guess that's a very that, that's very true. I mean, if if I had a boyfriend who wanted to do some leather whipping, maybe who knows? <laughs> maybe maybe um, I'll do the whipping and he can wear the leather. <laughs> Although I will say there was a guy that I dated who was into sounding and I was like, you know, one day I might warm up to that. I might get up to a sounding level, but I'm not there yet. What, 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 did you say bonding or what was it? What, what, what? Uh, oh, oh, you don't know about sounding? What's sounding? Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> is, is, actually, is, is actually a word called sound? Like at it's first called, sound? Like sound? Yes, it's called sounding and it's basically like. You take a, a metal, a thin, thin metal rod, and you stick it up your urethra. Okay. And, like you, and you, like, basically fuck your penis with a metal rod. Oh, 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 I, I'm imagining it, and I'm like, oh, I'm a little bit like, what? It just, <laughs> it just looks painful. <laughs> Wait, and then why is it called sounding? Oh, I have no idea why it's called something. Does the metal vibrate and creates a sound or something? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think it's anything like that. I, just, I think that's just what it's called. Oh, that is bizarre. Oh. Yeah, I... they have little like sound. They're called sounding kits, and it's like various thicknesses of metal rods. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I I need to get out more. <laughs> I had no idea that it existed. <laughs> I had no idea too. Oh wow! And and talk about romance. I mean, what what has been one of your most romantic dates you've ever been to? It was another. I don't know. Maybe it's just me and long distance relationships or something. But uh, yeah, I don't, 
I guess whenever you're traveling and you're with somebody, it just has that extra aura about it of just like being super romantic. But yeah, I had met this guy while I was in Thailand who was from Singapore and we ended up going on this like week long trip together in Bali and Singapore. And it was, it was an incredible, incredible trip. Everything about it was super romantic. Oh, aren't those the most, the best when you go on a, on a journey and then you met someone and you get to travel with them for a little while? That's, yeah. that sounds so, uh, 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 flashbacks for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds really good. And Bali is a beautiful place. My gosh. Oh, right? yeah. Now, if you had to choose one superpower besides being uh, Luigi uh, or Mario, uh, what, would it, <laughs> what would it be and why? My favorite, ex- I mean, as much as I would love to, I was in love with the X-Men. And so I would always be like, oh, Jean, all my friends would be Jean Grey or Magneto or Wolverine or Professor X. And for me, I got a storm, like control of the weather and being able to fly, I just think is the coolest thing what's the craziest thing you've ever done and would you do it again oh my goodness the craziest thing i've ever done yeah oh crap i but i live by this mentality where i really like i try not to say no to stuff i want i i'm always looking for new experiences yeah and even if they're you know somewhat illegal i'm usually down to do it so <laughs> um now I'll, what would you say is your greatest accomplishment in life so far? I kind of, I, I had help along the way, but I made myself who I am today. Um, my family was, grew up very, very poor, and I kind of had to figure my life out on my own. Um, and I, like moving to San Francisco was a huge deal. Uh, I've always been very, very independent. Mm-hmm. But the life I built for myself here, I built by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I got really lucky with some job interviews, and I met the right people at the right time, and people helped me out. But uh, just gaining my independence at such a young age um, and sticking with it, I think, is probably my greatest accomplishment because I learned to rely on myself, and I don't need to rely on anybody else. That's a very good one. You should be really proud of it. Uh, this is one of my last questions to you. Where would you like to be in five to ten years? You know, I would like to live outside of San Francisco. Uh, not that I don't see myself out of it necessarily in five years. Um, I am going back to school at the moment to get a, another degree, so that's kind of tethering me down. But ideally, more intelligent, more self-assured, this happy individual that is, you know, trying to be a better person the next day than he was the last day. Uh, before uh, you came on, on this podcast, I had asked you to, to prepare a one or two questions that you would like to ask the listener. Um, uh, and then they would have to respond to your questions. So have you prepared those questions? I have. Okay, uh, so what's, what's the first question you'd like to ask the listener? And listeners, you have to respond to these questions when you submit your audio message back to us, okay? So go ahead, Chad. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? Okay. And then uh, my second question would be, if we were, out, were to go out together, what would you have in mind for our first date and why? 
Well, those are great questions. So, uh, listeners, make sure you answer those two questions uh, in your uh, audio message. Now, uh, have you, are you familiar with the show Inside the Actor's Studio? I am. With James Lipton. He asked 10 yes. questions at the end of each interview, right? Oh, my gosh. Yes, this and I've, I've always... I wanted to do this. <laughs> I'm going to treat all my bachelors as if they are celebrities, which in my eyes, you guys all are. Um, How awesome. Yes. Thank you. Oh, I'm so excited. You oh, are? Okay, no, I'm great. Like... I'm glad. Okay. So I am going to ask the 10 questions, and they're quick answers, and, 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 and that's it. So let's see what you say. What's your answer? Okay. okay. What is your favorite word? Gargantuan. What is your least favorite word? Stupid. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, and emotionally? Just... Seeing people be their highest and best selves and tapping into their own artistic uh, integrity and just like going for it and living their truth. It, I think that's just amazing. Okay. And then what turns you off? Being unsure of yourself and putting others down, especially when it's not called for. What is your favorite curse word? Fuck. <laughs> What sound or noise do you love? Coffee being poured into a mug, I think, is a very calming sound to me. Okay, and what sound or noise do you hate? With all the construction in the city lately, the jackhammers are just (laughs) driving me crazy. Uh, What profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt? Being a pilot. Oh, and what profession would you not like to do? White House press secretary. Uh, good, good, good answer. Oh, that's a hard job. Oh, my gosh. Um, and last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gate? Oh, my God. Of course you're late to this party. Take your asset and catch up. <laughs> is that what you want God to say? That's a wonderful, wonderful answer. <laughs> I think God's a partier, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Chad, thank you so much for being part of this. And listeners, this is your chance to go on a date with Chad, submit your audio message, and uh, and then also your questionnaire. So, Chad, thank you so much for being part of At For Sound. Thank you, Max. This was like I think the idea for the show was so awesome. Uh, It's an honor to be on it, to be one of your first guests, and. Hopefully, I'll be talking to some guys soon. (laughs) Yes, we hope so, too. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Chad is so fun and so sweet. So, if you like what you've just heard, it's your chance now to go on a date with Chad. In most phones, there's a recording app like the Voice Memo in iPhone where you can record again and again until you get your message right. Once you're done recording, just share and email your audio message to hi at atforsound.com. It's that easy. Make sure you answer the questions that Chad asked during our conversation. We also like you to fill out a 20 simple profile questionnaire available to download at our website www.atfirstsound.com Here you'll find more details on how to record and submit your message. 
I hope you've enjoyed meeting Chad. And don't forget to like us on Facebook, give us five stars on iTunes, and tell all your friends about At First Sound. Even better, if you want to be a bachelor, just contact us and maybe you'll be the next bachelor featured here. Don't be shy. Meet the men of your dreams here. And again, thank you so much for listening. Ciao, ciao.